Hi, I'm Charity. I'm Stacy. I'm Lee. And I'm Amelia. And we are in Mobile, Alabama. We live yes. Right. Yay! Yes. We are here with Lee. And we, you know, every time we record and we we record once or twice a week um, to be ahead, you know, in content. And so she zooms in with us and we have concluded that it's a miracle that you can even do that with your wife. Yes. yes. It's amazing. She's sitting with her phone. Like We're just almost like, <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> reach our phones up high, try to find connection. So we thought with this topic that we're going to talk about um, tonight in your living room, so we're here with mics on pillow, <laughs> trying to adapt yeah. in our little sketch way that we record this podcast. And it feels really strange. It feels, yeah. Because I'm not used to being in the same room as y'all. Like, I'm yeah. used to seeing you on a computer. Yeah. And so I'm like... This feels so weird to me in the same room as So you don't have to fight to, you know, we no. ha- we're we always watching you. Like if uh-huh. you want to do some input, everyone's on guard. It's will to- lag or yeah. it'll freeze. And I'm like, oh, well, that's fine. Uh-huh. I'm sure it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a subject that um, I know we are all very passionate about. Um, It's the reason why I just kind of threw it out there that we all need to come together and be together when we talk about this. Um, It's going to pertain more to women, Mm -hmm. but as we get going on this subject, for all the men that are listening, I think it is as important that you listen also to this. Because when you hear like it's it's just about women, mm -mm, this is about equality. This is about across the board. Um, it will always. It will also give the men who are listening that may not feel like they have a voice in this world or even in the church for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Um, who are we mm-hmm. um, in Christ, and what was His intent? Well, this is about freedom, not just for women, right. but for men also. Right. Right. And I think when we get this subject right. Mm-hmm. That it is freedom for both, mm-hmm. 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 and and, mm-hmm. and I feel like since we are leading women, yeah, mm-hmm. like on a podcast and talking about biblical womanhood, that right. is so important that we talk about the subject because mm-hmm. sometimes we skip over it. Yeah, it's easier mm-hmm. sometimes to skip over the harder topics mm-hmm. to talk about. Right. Um. But if we're going to be leading women, mm-hmm. we need to know the history of the women who came before us. And right who have been examples to us and kind of shaped what biblical womanhood looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, the title alone, you know, we haven't really confirmed the title of this podcast, but one of the trigger, I want to talk about some of the triggers that within the church, and I'm just not talking about a certain religious sect. I'm talking about in Christianity across the board, um, trigger trigger things like when you hear rem- women's roles. Mm. You know what? It, mm-hmm. When you hear women's roles, what's the first thing? What's a trigger that happens when you hear that? We're mm-hmm. going to talk about women's roles. Know your place. Okay, mm-hmm. Lee. I would say it just feels very controversial. Okay, 
it automatically puts you on the defensive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Amelia? Well, a lot of the time when you, you talk about that, they, it's usually women's role in the home. Like they mm-hmm. already go ahead and... Define it for you? Put it put us in a place mm-hmm. um, a lot of exactly. the time. Or, you know, they'll, they'll say men's role in this and women's role in this. It's mm-hmm. already predetermined before you even open the book or the Bible or start the conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what I meant by that is when they say know your place, it's Mm -hmm. like they believe that the Bible has already positioned you. So you need to know that. Mm -hmm. It, it almost when, and I'm, I'm not saying that I know the right way to talk about it or address it Mm -hmm. or what name to give it. I wish my, my, hope is that we can get to a place i don't know if it's going to be possible until christ comes back Mm -hmm. but that we can get to a place where it's not even talked about that it's not even like um you have a role like well okay what my role needs to be is an individual in christ what are my gifts so i want to be defined by my gifts so in other words not my sex (laughs) wherever the spirit leads each person then we're all okay with that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think we we do a really good job of defining our roles according to the flesh and not according to the spirit. Right. And I think mm-hmm. it's easier to put us all in different boxes because mm-hmm. it helps our human minds. It just simplifies it. Um, if we just be like, here's a woman's role, here's a men's role. Um, and so it helps humans just kind of like have it in a certain box. Yeah. Um, And so as we go on into this subject, we just want to, we, our goal, and let's just define why we're even having this podcast. Okay. So I just want to get that in the, the scripture that comes to my head first, and that I hope that we can base everything and that um, even the listeners understand our intent mm-hmm. um, and I'll just say this I'm I'm an Enneagram 8 I'm bold um, it's not that I go head first into something without thinking about it I've already thought about it and I've come up with every scenario possible and I, I will go forward on something um, but at the heart of my intent is for peace Mm-hmm. And it's for the betterment of everyone. And what is the truth's intent, right? What was Christ's intent for women in his church? What was Christ's intent for men in his church? What was Christ's intent for children in his church? What was Christ's intent? So what was the intent of who we are and how we were made in Christ? And so the one scripture, and I know all of y'all, do y'all have something to say on that? Like, what is your heart's intent on why we're talking about this? Why are you so passionate about the subject? Because I want, I want to serve without boundaries, mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. limitation. Yeah. And in order to do that, my conscience has to has to be clear. Mm-hmm. And so I have to know scripturally. Um, what God says about it so that I can move forward where I feel like I'm being led, where I feel like I'm being called without hitting a wall. 
Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I, I'm very interested in this subject and the reason why we've had so many conversations about it. Mm-hmm. 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 And it's just um, standing up for that freedom yes. that we have in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't want anyone listening to think that, oh, they have an agenda. There's another trigger. Mm-hmm. That's another mm-hmm. trigger is what is their agenda? The only agenda is that truth. Right. That um, yeah. truth is sought after. And that love is lived out, mm-hmm. and so um, you know we'll talk. We'll talk more about as we go on about um, certain instances that we've experienced mm-hmm. um, within you know the church and how um, that has affected where we are now. Um, and anyways, Lee. Yeah. And so I had the same answer as you, Charity. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you said that, I was already thinking about that when Stacy was talking mm-hmm. and. Truth is ultimately what I want to get out kind of at looking at this topic mm-hmm. um, because I feel like we have a lot of opinions coming at us from every different angle. Right. And I really want to get to the truth of like what the Bible said and how over time in a historical context, it's shaped kind of things too mm-hmm. and get down to what's the truth. And we may not, we're not going to know the truth about every single part of this after right. this podcast. Right. Because truth is continuously revealed to us every time we read our Bible, new things. And that's the amazing thing about God's word mm-hmm. is we are constantly being exposed to new truth and can constantly find new truth and we never run out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we're just on like the baby steps of this topic. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And I think, you know, I believe over time that what has kept us from um, maybe even seeking truth is just been driven out of fear. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we're afraid just fear over, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what people think or do, do I, am I getting it right? Or, you know, mm-hmm. y'all know what I'm saying yeah. about that with the fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Amelia. Um, for, for me, you know, we've had this conversation. Um, I don't want to just stay where I am. Or, or just fall into tradition, right? Mm-hmm. I want to know uh, the truth, or you know, not be not be scared to um, dare I say buck the system. Mm-hmm. And so, just continuing to learn and explore and, and figure out what it actually means, and be willing, being being open minded, to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, what do because we're going to talk about the patriotic, patriarchal, patriarchal system. <laughs> um, that <laughs> sorry, it's just one of those words. It There's is. another word that I have a hard time saying, and I can't remember it now. Oh, but anyways, I'm always anticipation. Always, anticipation. Yes. Yeah, I have like a golfer's glitch or something. Like it's a stat, I think it's like a little stutter in my brain or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, so what what do you think biblical woman, I don't know how to say this, like the question, what? We're talking about. In your the- world right now, mm-hmm. where you are, what does biblical womanhood um, said to you or... What does it speak to you in by the world around you? Does that yeah. does that Lee? What, what does, does that, that mean to you? 
what does it mean to you or what because what it means to me looks very different different than what the church or the world is presenting Mm -hmm. from my understanding right now of what I understand and so the place I find myself in is very interesting Mm -hmm. um so what what does that world look like for you that you can talk about Mm-hmm. Right, because I'm I'm sitting here a widow. I mean, I'm sitting here as someone who was married, right? Mm-hmm. And now I'm this. You know, I have no no earthly father, no husband on earth. Um, and really, Christ, you know, is that is my leader or whatever. You have I'm no head of the father. family. According to no, yes, the world of the family, you have no head in the family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so my world, though, even as Seth's wife, mm-hmm. I and he was a great provider, and you know, I I mean, we both worked, but as far as monetary, you know, he mm-hmm. um, brought that in, but he never ever in my in my world close to me. He never, never made me feel as though he was above me. And that I didn't feel like as far as that world at home, um, I never, in a way, I mean, I was always encouraged to be independent um, in, as a Christian woman, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you use your gifts. Um, you, I mean, he was always that cheerleader. You know, you go as far, even... I mean, I remember having a conversation with him that I felt like the spirit was leading me in a very different direction than where we were even our church family, you know, and he, he even was like, well, do you want to go? I mean, very, very supportive. Right. Mm -hmm. But I I don't always feel like I get that from the church family. Right. Right. And where, where I am right now. Um, so it's, it can be difficult, you know? Mm-hmm. know your place that's the way that I feel I feel like yeah. that in the church today it is about knowing your place yeah mm-hmm. a very traditional mm-hmm. um, in which we're going to talk about right and mm-hmm. how tradition and- has been shaped by cultural for centuries mm-hmm. uh, but a very traditional um, women in one place, men in another place, and stay there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, uh, especially in the church, that there are, and this is the reason why it is that trigger word, women's roles, mm-hmm. is because I believe that the church has already established them. And you have a place, and you need to know it, and you need to function within those places, in those spaces, and that's as far as you can go. Mm-hmm. And you can go no further. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it almost feels to you like there's specific roles. Oh, yeah, specific. And, and mm-hmm. that you can never achieve any other role or position. And there are boundaries mm-hmm. that, um, that, that you have. There, there is a boundary there that you can't cross. You can, you can do this, but you can't do that. And it doesn't matter if you feel like you're even being called to that. I feel like the church is telling you, you cannot. Mm-hmm. And so it almost feels a little condemning, maybe, mm-hmm. sometimes. Absolutely. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah, condemning or um, 
belittling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's talked about in the book. Yes. Um, a subordinate yes. position. Um, a, it makes you feel... So here's the struggle. I, I know I feel inside um, that the Spirit is calling me to use these gifts. But yet man is saying, mankind, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. women do it too to women. Absolutely. So I, I, Absolutely. Is, I want to make sure we are yeah. not dogging on the men because no. I feel it more from women mm-hmm. Absolutely. than I do actually men and mm-hmm. know your place. Absolutely. Okay. So I want to make sure mm-hmm. um, we understand that. But um, I, I feel this like push from the spirit and the, the challenge comes is that then mankind says, no, this is your place. Mm-hmm. This is, and I'm going, but why can I do this? Like I have a gift to do this and I, it, it's very contradictory. Absolutely. And so if anything is um, going against what the spirit is saying, then I have to question whether it's truth or not, yeah. where regardless of where it's coming from. Yes. Regardless if it's coming from a husband, a parent, a, a friend, a church leader, if it's going against what the spirit, you know, the mm-hmm. life-giving spirit in the scripture that we read has freed, if it's going against that, then I have to question it. Is it truth? And then it is my job to discern that and work out my own salvation. Mm-hmm. And I right. think it's important, you know, we've done the um, uh, podcast on personalities, and everybody has different personalities and everybody's been given different gifts. And where some women, their personality is more masculine mm-hmm. in in what it is that they, um, like me, I'm a tomboy. Yeah. Uh, and, and I like doing certain things that might appear to be more masculine mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, you know, I feel like the spirit is calling me to do something very different than maybe what a typical woman's place mm-hmm. might be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've yeah, joked about it like about that. Yeah. <laughs> but yep. being a children's class. Ha, ha Yeah. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Well, there's a few weeks ago, um, Charity had one of the Praise and Harmony recordings and mm-hmm. had the mm-hmm. opportunity to help in the AV booth. And someone had reached out to her earlier wanting to know yeah. what I was doing on one of kind of the off days. Yeah. Because they for knew the, she was coming. For the, yeah. Yeah. For, it was kind of an off day for like the production team. Uh-huh. The singers were going to be busy because there was somebody that was looking for a babysitter. And Charity's response was <laughs> that uh, that is not her spiritual gift. It's not her spiritual and gift. It's uh-huh. not. It's not. Yeah. It became, and that mm-hmm. it, I I break the mold on so many of the traditional traditional women's women's roles that mm-hmm. yes I can cook yes I don't mind babysitting children I love mm-hmm. you know that you're close to that I'm close to right. that are well behaved and don't have are not in diapers anymore <laughs> I've got like a list right or you know um, so oh, that's so funny so. Well, but and they laughed. I mean, yeah, I was like, yeah. That it is was not her spiritual and I mean, gift. But... He knows me, and it was hilarious right. because uh-huh. he's like, yeah. "Yeah, that's that's probably accurate." Yeah. So, well, some women just aren't nurturers. And here's the interesting thing: some men. Are you are. saying I'm not nurturing? No, <laughs> I'm saying my like a for instance, my mother is not. My mother would she she went to work. She was like, uh, "You take care of the kids." Oh, absolutely. You I know, I would much relate. rather be right. outside in the workforce, and there is nothing wrong with that. It's no. just there. Mm-hmm. Not, there is even men. 
Yeah. You know, and there are some men that are, and they do have that gift, and they love to and cook. And they're amazing and they with you. children. Oh, I mean, some of the yeah. best chefs I know mm-hmm. are men. My husband, your son, yes, my has, son, her husband. Woo! He just cooked yeah. and amazing. Yes. He has, and he loves he has doing it. Get, he loves yes, it. he loves to it's cook. It's like mm-hmm. his therapy to do it. It's his yeah. therapy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, go for it because I hate yeah. cooking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, yeah. and my dad was the one who really took care of us kids. He had the patience. He had what it took to do that. Mm-hmm. That's a gift. Mm-hmm. It is a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's, I don't want to miss that. You know, that was, that's a struggle mm-hmm. um, for me as a woman um, in Christ and following Christ is, you know, that I think that's an inner, mm-hmm. um, inner little yeah. challenge I have. And I get very passionate Um, but here's something that you're going to hear us say, um, throughout the whole podcast, um, never want what you want for the, at the sake of peace. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I feel like the spirit is, has given me these gifts and I believe wants me to use them if where I'm at using them will cause division that is not what the spirit wants because the spirit, then I need to move and we're going to read not, and not that later and not drive home an agenda right. where I am to try to force change where the change has happened somewhere. Right. And it, it will be received in peace. That's right. And so for the sake of peace, um, you know, we, we have to be really, really careful here and I mean I know where I am with it, with the church family for the sake of peace I don't push an agenda um, because I love the people well, um, and, I mean, that I worship with and this whole episode yeah. is not pushing an agenda either. no it is just having a conversation right so. yeah right no agendas that's here a, right right it's a big deal with like, right not to do that right um some of the so let's get into this patriarch I know Stacy has a lot to say about this and the history of it and um and first of all let's define this whole subject of submission and what um you know the greek word for submit or subject means to yield to another person's will or authority so that's basically what submission means to yield to a person's and so i don't want to miss the fact that this yielding, it didn't say to make another person no. do like go under your authority, nope. right? To willingly yield to another well, person. When we're driving and we have to yes. yield or merge, right? it's not, I'm not going to run you off the road. Right. You were supposed to just fall in. Because that wouldn't help. Right. That wouldn't keep peace. Mm-hmm. Um, when you willingly yield to someone's authority, um, that's love. Mm-hmm. That's lifting the other person up above yourself. It's honoring them. It's honoring them. And respecting them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For who and who they are in Christ. or Because we're talking about Christianity. Right. Or how God made them and their purpose. Right. Right. In mm-hmm. the family. Mm-hmm. Right. Of Christ. So, this patriarch, the patriarchal, yes, mm-hmm. and and where it began was sure. yeah. was yeah was in the fall, 
And so we have to talk about that. When did the patriarchal system first really become established? And so we have to look back at Genesis and and after the fall and when God is talking uh, to Adam and Eve um, about, you know, as a punishment to them. Um, and, and we, here's the interesting thing. Adam was made from the dirt. Eve was made from the side of man. And we've had a conversation about that where it's not just a little baby back rib. Like he said, it was from the full (laughs) side, but that's how he made man and woman And his intent for them in the garden was, um, give me my book. Okay. I don't think that's my book. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Little side. This is my book. Okay. Yeah. You got it? <laughs> I got it. Got I turned it? to a page where we've got our book out. As uh-huh. Stacy's reading, I'm going to, there's a quote. Yeah, it's that on goes along uh, with that. 20, page 29. I, I was looking at 33. 33. Okay, we'll keep talking about the garden. Okay, yeah, let's, let's talk about it in the garden. Because it, the, God's intent for Adam and Eve was for them to be partners. I mean, she, Eve mm-hmm. was made as a helper, right? And, yeah. But when when they sinned and he put them out of the garden and he gave them their punishment, it says in here, um, if I can have my glasses, I'm sorry. Get your eyeballs on. Mm-hmm. Uh, hierarchy was not God's will for the first pair, but it was imposed when they chose to be dis to disregard his command, thank you, and eat the forbidden fruit. Adam would now be subject to his source, which is the ground, and Eve would now be subject to her source, which is Adam. As a result, their sin, the man was now the master over the woman, and the ground was now master over the man. Contrary to God's original intention in creation so she makes a point that that is part of the the punishment that they did receive is they you know um, are now subject this word that we were talking about submission can also mean subject this is what they are now subject to and it was a it was all because of the choice that they had made yeah they mm-hmm. now have to yield. They now have to yield. To, or they are encouraged to. And if yes. you look at all of the Gospels, and when it talks about husband and wives, mm-hmm. what Paul is doing, because Paul does most of the writing, right? Right. On all of that. And what he's doing, and we don't need to miss his point, is that he is encouraging us to yield because of, for the sake of love. Right. Right. Because anytime Christ is mentioned or in Christ, we know Christ is love. And so it's for the intention of loving and edifying one another. Mm-hmm. It's not to belittle another person or demean them or knock them down a level. Um, and, and an interesting note, too, about Genesis mm-hmm. 3 is that Adam actually means dirt man. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she's yielding to dirt man means that she is yielding to dirt, mm-hmm. right? I mean, she, if he was and talk about the whole, have we talked about that before about um, Eve coming from the side of Adam? Mm-hmm. Yes. We have. Yeah. We talked mm-hmm. about that. So if you are listening and want to know more about that, that is very interesting. Go back and listen to um, some of our other podcasts. That's, that's brought up a lot that, she wasn't out of a rib. No. She's literally the other half. The other half. She completes him. Mm-hmm. 
And that's very equal important. Parts, equal, equal parts. Equal parts. Not a little rib. Not a little mm-hmm. piece of Adam. No. But equal. Equal parts to him. So it's, um, you know, he was subject to the ground, which is dirt. She is subject to or yield to him, mm-hmm. which he's also, it's like, he's like a mediator between, she can't be subject to the ground. I'm just rattling right now. And this is how my brain works. But she can't <laughs> be subject to the ground. That wasn't her punishment. Her punishment was to be in childbearing, right? Well, it was childbearing and the, the pain of childbearing, the birth. pain of childbearing, but also too, that you will have a desire for your husband. Yes. Okay. And, um, because when she chose to follow, right, mm-hmm. Lucifer, um, and what he said, she was not desiring to uplift him. Right. And it all goes back to, are we uplifting one another or are we belittling one another? Right? E- exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. whose authority are we really under is Christ. Right. All of us. Okay. So this patriarchy. I wanted to read something from the book that I thought um, it just gives you it gives some food for thought and like something to think about mm-hmm. in this whole thing. So what it let's just define what this is. So over time, it, ha- it happened in the garden. Then it keeps going over time, right? And then um, husband and wives, and then there's marriage, and then there's um, husbands with many wives um, and slaves, and all of these people over each other right controlling and then we take it and it goes crazy wild right Mm -hmm. with um you have the slavery of the israelites with egypt i mean it just it goes over this system of kings when we were wanting a king and god was like you don't need a king um i've got a king coming but they begged and begged and so he gave them saul right Mm -hmm. said okay let's see how that works out and then even before that the judges And it was like, we need someone to rule. No, you don't. Yes, we do. And so Mm -hmm. mankind is always wanting this. I need someone over me. We need to have the pecking order. You know, I need to know my place. Right? Right. Where it's now in Christ. It's upside down. It's upside down. He has now in Christ made us, we're going back to the state of the garden before the fall. Because there is no condemnation for those. And who are in Christ uh-huh. Jesus. So there's no account. Sin has not condemned us. Right. So if that it, it has not condemned us, then we are going back to the state before sin in the garden where they were equal. Uh-huh. And that's Galatians 3. Well, right. Galatians 3, mm-hmm. where they were equal partners. So we are now back into that state. I don't want to miss that mm-hmm. either. Okay. So just food for thought. So what if... And this is in the book. It's from page 25. So if you have Audible and, you know, it's also good on Audible or if you get the book itself. What if patriarchy isn't divinely ordained but is a result of human sin? What if instead of being divinely created, patriarchy slithered into creation only after the fall What if the reason that the fruit of patriarchy is so corrupt, even within the Christian church, is because patriarchy has always been a corrupted system? Instead of assuming that patriarchy is instituted by God, we must ask whether patriarchy is a product of sinful human hands. Exactly. It was never God's intent. Never. 
And she even says um, later after the Genesis reference, patriarchy wasn't what God wanted. Patriarchy was a result of human sin. Right. And so I think that's also important that, um, you know, and you can look over history. What were some of that? There was a law. There was a war that happened in Rome in, what, 25 B.C.? You know, she makes a reference of that with history. Um, there was a law that was instituted that basically um, put women down. Like, they could no longer own property. So basically what you're doing is setting up that for um, uh, the biblical times during all of Paul's writings. So whenever we go into Scripture and we talk about Paul's writing, we're, just, we're setting up... Um, the times, what the law was, and how women were treated during that time, and what men actually thought about women, and and um, how they were supposed to be subordinate to men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so she sets that up, and she she goes through the history of it, of it, right? And so she talks about that law that you were talking about. Opian. The Opian law. Law. Yeah, which was instituted, which. Um, in Rome, in, in Rome, and it was about women who had, because so many men had been killed through the I mean, wars. I mean, was 70, 50 000. to seventy thousand men, men were, killed. were killed, and so that left a lot of widows, a lot of women with, with land, a lot of wealth, a lot of money, mm-hmm. a lot of. Mm-hmm. And so then the men that were in power were feel, feeling threatened. Mm-hmm by these mm-hmm. women because now they have opinions because they have the money, they don't have a head of a house and they have opinions. And, um, and so a lot of what Paul says in scripture is really repeating what, um, let's say Cato, the El- is it Cato, the elder, what he is actually saying in some of his speeches, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, he's, she's basically just establishing the fact that men did not ha- have a high opinion of women at oh, this time. And, and you can see that. Um, and it's it's reflected. Greek, yes, it's in reflected in culture, Paul's writings. In the yes. Greek culture, she mentions that mm-hmm. in, in the medieval times that, um, like, I think, was it Aristotle? Yes, Aristotle. Was, was saying mm-hmm. that women's bodies were grotesque. Like, mm-hmm. they were um, not men's bodies. I mean, it, it's just over time. It's just a, a constant. And in that time, too, he also wrote about how um, they were supposed to love their wives. Mm -hmm. And in that time, men did not, like, love their wives. And so they were almost like, why are you even, like, telling me to love my wife? Like, that's not... They were property. They were property. Mm -hmm. And so for him to even say that back then Mm -hmm. was, like, astounding for him to say that. And they had not been told that. Mm Um, before and today we read it a little bit differently because our culture is a little bit different yeah yes you can't like you know well we're virgin daughter or a cow which one would you like (laughs) yeah well i mean and it was it's not too far removed Mm -mm. that my great great grandmother Mm -hmm. was hooked up to a plow and she was thought of as property so that's not it's not too far far removed and you're telling me that's more Christ like than 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 what but, we're trying what we're having a conversation about right now. Right. Right. Yeah. And one of the quotes basic you're tra- human rights. I mean exactly. You know, yeah. 
Like, just love your wives. Just, and yes. they were like, what? Whenever and it's said love that? your wives as Christ loved the church. He, yes. he said, he didn't say, yes, I'm going to hook you up to a plow. He said, I'm going to carry the plow. Right. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not. Mm. Just, I'm going to carry the plow and then die on the plow. And die mm-hmm. on the plow. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, You were talking about Aristotle, and one of his quotes was, the nature of man is to command, the nature of women is to obey. That was pretty much their philosophy. Their philosophy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. About men and women. Yeah. And so we have to put that in context when we are reading these next scriptures that, you know. And let's go ahead and look at those scriptures because my brain keeps going to like Timothy and First mm-hmm. Corinthians 14. Because there are key, um, there are key words that we cannot miss. And it's like one or two words when Paul transitions <clears throat> in these scriptures. Mm-hmm. Where you so start? we're going to First Corinthians 14. And we, the reason why we can start there is because that right there, well, it goes that straight, Paul that's goes straight to the point the, where yep. Paul is pretty much repeating uh, Cato the Elder's, like in his speech. Mm-hmm. He, he has a, a statement that sounds just like his speech. And so I think it starts in 33, 14, 33 through 36. <clears throat> Do y'all want me to read that? Yes. Okay. Or do you me read it? Please. Okay. I will read it. It's hard for me to see over here. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. 1 Corinthians 14, 33. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the meetings of God's holy people. Women should be silent during the church meetings. It is not proper for them to speak. They They should be submissive, just as the law says. If they have any questions, they should ask their husbands at home. For it is improper for women to speak in church meetings. Or do you think God's word originated with the Corinthians? Okay. Oh, keep reading. Oh, okay. Okay, no, keep reading. Okay. To the end of that. Okay, to the end of 36. Or do you think God's word originated with the Corinthians? Are you the only ones to whom it was given? I'm sorry. little side note right here. I love his sarcasm. Oh, Paul You've sarcasm. got Paul sarcasm. You got to read that. He is mm-hmm. being yeah. so sarcastic right now. Okay, go ahead. If you claim to be a prophet or think you're spiritual, you should recognize that what I am saying is a command from the Lord Himself. But if you do not recognize this, you yourself will be will not be recognized. So, my dear brothers and sisters, be eager to prophesy, and do not forbid speaking in tongues. But be sure that everything is done properly and in order. Mm-hmm. Don't miss, he said, brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. At the end of that, when you prophesy in public, do it in an orderly fashion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he addressed it to both. So that, that makes it, okay, so what's he, what's he saying there? That, that's confusing, right? He just said, don't speak in public. You need to be silent, women. But then he says... Or do you think, you Corinthians, that you made the law? I mean, do you think you have it all together? And so... um, And only in the King James Version does it say, let your women keep silent in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law 
I love this King James Version. Saith. Saith the law. Saith. And, here it. <laughs> and, and if they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is a shame for women to speak in the church. The next script verse says, what? With a question mark. I mean, Paul is literally saying, what? That right there is what Cato the Elder said mm-hmm. in his speech. Mm-hmm. That was what he was in front of, you know, uh, the, the I guess whatever it is that they do, the panel of men, you know, before while they were trying to repeal this law, mm-hmm. he was making his case to them uh, about women. And Paul is going, what? In other words, are we to be like the rest of the world? Because in Christ... That's not what we're called well, to be. He, he was saying Corinthians. Are yeah, you, Corinthians. Are you, you going to be like mm-hmm. a Roman? I mean, are you mm-hmm. are you going to obey that law or Christ's law? So mm-hmm. he's actually like questioning. What do you know? What you do you know, know? Nothing. That that's not what Christ was intending mm-hmm. here. Yeah, because then he says, "Came the word of God out from you." Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. So he's saying Christ is the one who has given the word. Mm-hmm. And we can't let, because we are called to be set apart and different from the rest of the world, not to look just like them. But what they were trying to do is is within the church where Christ had already changed that, he was trying to make them like the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And Paul was, was basically here um, correcting them on that. Okay. So I'm gonna, just going to go ahead and say it. We have misinterpreted this scripture. Yes. Um, in its totality, in what we have um, learned, and in, in well, if you get such context, a difference right. in different English translations, mm-hmm. do you really think we've got it translated correctly over thousands of years? Yeah, like mm-hmm. how arrogant are we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but in in that interpret that context, mm-hmm. and when you understand history, that's right. What Paul was. Mm-hmm. Speak, trying to get them to see they were not sharing truth about what Christ's intent was for the Corinthians. The Corinthians no. were not sharing the truth. They were letting the culture and the world come in and influence, right? That's truth right. Of Christ. They were letting that fear yes. stop mm-hmm. them yes. from speaking out. And he's saying, why are we doing this? Right. That's like, what I was saying. What? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. we cannot hold back in our fear we have to go prophesy about what christ is doing in our lives and what he can do in other people's lives right yes and that's why i'm saying that fear driven that um and just we do it now we let culture come in and speak for the truth Mm -hmm. and like manipulate the truth of who we are in Christ. We do it because we're afraid of, I can't go against what tradition or right. this part, or my grandmother's going to be so upset that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, we, we have a fear of disappointing mm-hmm. man instead of admonishing God or, you know, uplifting God and glorifying God in the, in the spirit that he has. Right. And so that's just something, you know, when we started this, what are you going to do with what you hear? Right. And the truth that's revealed. 